Hello and welcome to Folklore of the Universe, the podcast with a minty fresh aftertaste. I'm your host, Kyle. This is episode 19. This episode is going to be a shorter one, about 10 minutes long, because I'm almost out of free hosting space on the hosting site I use, and I have about 10 minutes left. And so this is going to like fill up that last little bit, and the next month I'm going to start paying for it, I guess, and then we'll do longer episodes again. So now more than ever, please, please tell everybody you know about, and people you don't know, just random strangers on the internet, if you want, about the podcast. Just get more people listening to it so that it's, it pays off, you know? So that it's all, it's all good. Yeah. Does that make sense? Maybe? A little? Just to me? Whatever. We're gonna go to the actual episode now because we do not have super much time. And for this one, we're just going to do a handful of very short Irish stories, which I haven't- I've been wanting to do, but I haven't found another place to do them yet. Another good episode opportunity. So I'm gonna do them now, this episode, and it's going to be good. But of course, as always, first we've got our Monster of the Week. This episode, the Monster of the Week, is the Hakka Pinesi. This creature comes from the folklore of the Kowaisu, Native American group, who are from Southern California. The Hakka Pinesi, which is one hell of a word to pronounce, but that's a giant grasshopper monster. What he does is he likes to eat people, that's his preferred preferred diet, food, snack, especially children, and what he does is he has this big basket he uses to scoop them up in, and then he carries them away to his lair to eat them, as he would. Eventually, he was defeated by a hero named Mouse, who defeated him by tricking him into eating a hot coal, and then that turned him to stone, the giant grasshopper from the inside, then he was deadzo. So it seems like a pretty standard case of uh, a monster to get kids to not do stupid shit. Like you tell them, if they do do this bad thing, then the giant grasshopper monster is going to eat them, then they're not going to do that thing. Probably. I can totally see where the idea of a giant grasshopper came from, because holy shit, they get so big. And louds, they are noisy little bastards. Anyways, we're gonna move on now to our stories. Like I said before, these are both Irish ones. The first one is called The Black Dog. Sometimes, the cave fairies make a straight path in the sea from one island to another, all paved with coral under the water, but no one can tread it except the fairy race. Fishermen coming home late at night on looking down have frequently seen them passing and repassing, a black band of little men with black dogs, who are very fierce if anyone tries to touch them. There was an old man named Khan who lived on an island all alone, except for a black dog who kept him company. Now all the people knew right well that he was a fairy king, and could walk the water at night like the other fairies. So they feared him greatly, brought him presents of cakes and fowls, for they were afraid of him and of his evil demon, the dog. For often, Men coming home late have heard the steps of this dog and his breathing quite close to them, though they could not see him, and one man nearly died of fright and was only saved by the priest who came and prayed over him. The End So this is quite a fun little tale, although it feels more like a general mythology lore-building story than an actual folk story. It sort of tells you about the fairies and their dogs, but doesn't really give any actual story structure. So a very cool little lore story. Really, a lot, all of it's at surface value. There's not much for me to say. Except for the old man, Khan. I bet he's just like a normal dude who has the best life ever. Because everyone's afraid of him, so no one ever bothers him. 
He's got plenty of time to himself with his dog buddy. People give him free shit. Like, that's the dream right there. Goddamn, if only. But now we're going to move on to our next story. This one is called The Black Steed. Of the great breed of splendid horses, some remained for several centuries and were at once known by their noble sheep and qualities. The last of them belongs to a great lord in Connaught, and when he died, all his effects being sold by auction, the royal steed came up to the hammer and was bought up by an emissary of the English government who wanted to get possession of a specimen of the magnificent ancient Irish breed in order to have it transported to England. But when the groom attempted to mount the high-spirited animal, it reared and threw the base-born churl violently to the ground, killing him on the spot. Then, fleet as the winds, the horse galloped away and finally plunged into the lake and was seen no more. So ended the great race of the mighty Tuatha de Danann horses in Ireland, the like of which have never been seen since in all the world for majesty and beauty. The End A big part of Irish mythology is how Ireland used to be inhabited by the Tuatha de Danann, or these sort of ancient rulers of the island before humans showed up. There were these supernatural godlike people who had super awesome horses, apparently. And as we see in this story, some of these horses have passed down into the hands of Irish kings and lords. We've also got a fair bit of shit-talking the English in this story, as is tradition. And then also this idea that the relics of the Tuatha de Danann and the magical power of Ireland can only be used by the Irish who live there. Try and ship off the magic horse to England and you're, you're dead. You're donezo. Or I guess if you're lowborn, because it does call him a base-born churl, which is a bit classist. Just going to throw that out there, that it's not great, not ideal. Maybe what we need is magic socialism, so that everyone can get magic powers and not just the 1%. Maybe? No? Just me? We'll see. But I'm afraid we are coming up on time now. I checked again, there's actually only 8 minutes I've got left, so gotta wrap this up pretty soon here. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Sorry if it was a bit short and rushed, but you know, there's actual reasons this time. Going forward, I'm going to have to start paying for the hosting now. So please tell all your friends and families and internet buddies and everything about the show, about the podcast, trying to get more people listening to it. So it's worth paying for it for me now. Going forward, I'm going to be able to make episodes longer because before I was kind of trying to conserve space a little bit because I only had so much, but that won't be a problem anymore, so they'll be longer. I've got some other ideas for ways to make them better too, so hopefully going forwards we've got some better stuff. This is like an interlude. Like the past 18 episodes, those were Act 1. This is interlude. We're going into Act 2 now. It's going to be bigger and better because that's how, that's how it works. So again, thank you. Please leave reviews, ratings, all that stuff. Please check out my YouTube channel. I'm doing little comedy videos on there now, so that's good. And I've been Kyle. This has been the episode. I will see you in September in two weeks, and goodbye.